been setting goals for myself for many years. But that didn't mean that I was actually achieving my goals. That didn't mean that I was taking action on my goals. And with this episode, I'd like to share with you 10 fallacies that come with setting goals and how being able to be aware of those fallacies, we can actually tune in and better set ourselves up to be able to succeed with our goals. Welcome, my friends, to another episode from Inside Treasures. My name is Phoebus, and I love to challenge myself and those around me for the purpose of growth. This podcast is about helping you to heal, to change, and to grow. And this particular episode is all about change and growth. In this episode, I'm going to take you through the 10 fallacies about goals and how being aware of those fallacies can actually empower us to succeed with our goals. Fallacy number one, bucket lists. What's the problem with bucket lists? There's this idea out there that a bucket list is where you just dump out all your goals and you're thinking, yes, this is great. I see my life. I see myself doing these things and they're going to be amazing. The bucket list is a bucket that you put to the side and you choose a few of your goals. It's not where you sit and action all your goals. So what you see there is just like the too many goals we're trying to achieve. And if we do that, and we think that our bucket list is our goal list, we're in trouble. The same thing happens when we set yearly goals. Because we choose different areas of our lives, we kind of are there in the bucket list of we just have too many things. Too many things we're trying to concentrate on. Narrow things down. Get your bucket list, find the things that are important for you in the near future, and then focus on them. Basically, you're going on a goal diet. You're not going to be doing all your goals. You're just taking the ones that are more meaningful to you. And that brings me to fallacy number two, which is goal competition. Goal competition is when one goal is competing with another. Your mind can only focus on a certain amount of things. When its goal is trying to attract our attention, we turn up going around in circles, not really going very far with its goal. And we feel like there isn't any progress. Because in our mind, we can see that We can do it all now. This is a great ability of our mind to be able to perceive the things that we want to be achieved now. But the problem comes that time is not like that. Time doesn't work like that in the real world. Things take time. It's just simple as as that. And there's a cost to things. So if we're focusing on too many things, know that you will be spreading thin and basically that will be diluting your focus. And the less focused we are on things, the harder it is to action, the harder it is to push against challenges. And our mind will constantly go from one place to the other. We won't be able to sit still and focus on what we're trying to achieve. The goals we compete with each other and our time and energy will be dissected. We will start feeling weaker. Instead of feeling strengthened by achieving our goals, we'll start feeling weaker because we're spreading too thin. The answer is keep focusing on very few specific things that they will bring you forward with your goals. Fallacy number three, wishful thinking. It would be nice to. Wishful thinking is all about dreams. (laughs) Goals are great and dreaming is amazing. I'm a big dreamer, but the problem with that is when we're just only dreaming, then we're not going anywhere. Dream can serve as a vision. Dream can serve as a vehicle to take us places of how we want our life to to be. And that's part of like visualizing things. But when we're just wishing for things to happen, it would be nice to, then we're never doing anything about it. We think that these things will come to us. 
But reality is, to achieve any goals, there is always a sacrifice. There is always a price to pay. And we need to be aware of that price to pay. And we need to put that skin in the game. A lot, most of the times, it's about just putting in the time. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes it's just doing things that they make us more and more committed. The idea behind wishful thinking is like, how can I avoid just wishing about this? And again, taking action. How can I start acting on this? This is a great dream. Is this like a dream that I would like to invest my time and energy? The kinds of fears that I have and the things that will come my way, am I willing to put in the effort to break through? My own personal challenges, yeah? Fallacy number four, and this one is a biggie, so please listen in closely. It's the lack of belief and the lack of worth. Lack of belief that I can achieve the goal. Lack of belief that this goal is achievable. The kinds of things I believe about myself, about me being able to achieve this goal. The kinds of things that I think in my mind that will be the problems, the obstacles that come through in the way for me to be able to achieve the goal. This is huge to understand that we're worth it. Okay, I believe in myself that I will be able to do these things. But do I feel that I'm worth it? Do I feel that I'm worth it to be in a great relationship and to be loved? Do I feel that I'm worth it to have money? I might be able to do the things that I need to to get into that relationship or into that business deal. And that pushes me forward with my goals. But there's still a problem there that even when we arrive at that place, if we haven't changed internally, we'll constantly sabotage things. And that will be because of a lack of belief and our, our trust and self-worth. The way that we feel our own worth is there and the way that we feel that we can believe in ourselves and in the things that we're trying to achieve. And the solution for this is simple. Cultivate that belief. A small way that I've always used is the power of small action. Well, this is really scary. I don't believe in myself. I don't believe in what, what's going on out there. I don't believe I can achieve this. But I can still consistently do some small actions that they feel scary, that they push back on me, that I can feel the resistance and it sucks so badly. But I can actually do that little thing. And every time that I do this little thing, I start to put on a little stone on belief on my scale. And then I start to see that I'm worth it. And then I start to see that I can make it. Fallacy number five. When will you do it? We don't set a time. This is a planning issue. So we fail to plan. If we know that there is a specific slot in our week, in our day, that we're acting on this goal, then we have identified that. Then the next Part of the problem is, do I show up in that slot? Well, we never set a time of when we do things. Even if it's just like, if it's on a, on, a, on a week, on a month, on a year, put on a time and put on the time that you will take action. And that brings me to fallacy number six, which is over planning. Over planning is huge. We think to ourselves, if I sit down and I make up the whole plan, I will be able to just sit down and execute. But there's a huge problem with over planning. There's too much analysis paralysis. There are too many unknowns that we're trying to figure out before we even start, before we get out the door. It's great to anticipate things, but when we're just trying to figure the whole landscape of where we're going, where we're heading, it's impossible for our mind to perceive these things and to keep track of them. So we sit there and we plan and we find walls and we find dents and we need to know every single detail because we're trying to build that certainty. We're trying to build that belief. 
What can we do instead? Just let things go. Let things be. Set a few milestones that you know you're going to hit. And then move on from there and start acting. When we take action on the path, when we walk the path, the path reveals itself. It will show us the next actions. So if I was to travel from city A to city B, I need to be able to know what kind of roads I'm going to take and I need to know what kind of places I'm going to be passing. So when I'm driving, I can have a look at the map or I can have a look at the signs and know kind of where am I? Where am I? What's going on here? How far kind of am I? And I can see city B, so many you know kilometers, miles, whatever that is for you. We have the certain milestones. We know the destination. The destination is the goal. The certain milestones, the certain stops that we have. But we don't have to know every single detail about every turn, about every road, about every tree, that it's where they are, what kinds of signs are where, where are the intersections. These things are not needed. They're not necessary. But let them go. Let them be. Focus on the milestones. Breaking down the big goal into a few small manageable steps. And then focus on the next step. What's the next step? What's the next action? That's only what you need to care for the next time that you go into your next slot that you've planned. And you can just get in there and get some work done. Fallacy number seven. The lack of feedback. We need the feedback loop. Nature has feedback loops. Everything has feedback loops. And we try to implement them into businesses. But do you have feedback? Do you have a way of knowing where you're standing in your goal? Do you have a way of knowing that what you're doing is right or what you're doing is wrong, quote unquote? What kind of adjustments can you make? When you have no feedback, you're kind of guessing in the dark. You're walking in the dark, trying to figure things out, but still you don't know where you are. Feedback is shedding some light. Feedback is about adjustment. For many years, I've worked into silos. It's like, I'm working on this. I'm not letting anyone know until this is finished and it's out the door. The software industry did this for years and years and years. They would build things and then ship them. And then people were like, well, what is this? This is not even what we want. So they started adopting different ways of getting feedback. Shorter cycles of development, pushing things out there and actually getting feedback from the customer base and getting feedback from the people that use it. This is crucial because Again, it's about navigating and knowing where we are. We're moving forward. We need the GPS to know where we are and where we're going. We need our compass to be guiding us to know which direction I'm going. I need the compass to keep telling me that I'm going north. I'm not going south when I want to be going north. So we have to be willing to go there, to share things with other people, to accept the feedback that they give us, even if it's critique. This I used to loathe. I didn't want anyone to say anything about what I was doing because it would kill my ego. It would kill my belief. It would kill my dreams. And of course, again, that had to do with how I perceived myself, what other people said. There's a lot of things that come into play. But now, I welcome feedback. There might be the times which my ego triggers off, but in general, it's just like, I need this feedback because without the feedback, I won't be able to progress towards my goal, whatever that is that I'm dealing with. I need to be able for someone to come back and reflect things on me. I still make my own decisions, things about things my own way. But I need that feedback and then to be able to weigh things. So open up the feedback loops, share things with other people, get fresh new ideas in. Fallacy number eight, comfort. Comfort, comfort, comfort. Why should I bother to do anything that's uncomfortable when it's so comfortable where I am? The question then is, why set your goal? And that's a big thing that I was dealing with 
in my life and setting goals. I didn't want to get uncomfortable. It's like, this is lovely. I wishful thinking, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. But then it's just like, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to try. I don't want to be challenged. But there's a key to that. These are the kinds of things that may, that will morph you to who you are. And the more of those challenges you take yourself, the more you will be able to grow and adapt. How can I challenge myself with this goal? This goal is already a challenge because it was, if it was something that was easy and I was able to do, I would have done it already. So it's going to require some effort. Know that in your mind. And then it's thinking, what kind of challenges can I set for myself that I can go in and achieve? And by achieving those challenges, again, we build a belief in ourselves. We build that worth in ourselves. It's good to go through the challenge. We adapt. It's just like when we exercise, our muscles begin to adapt. Fallacy number nine, vagueness. Just being too vague. A solution to that is simple. Be more specific. We're more specific about our goals. Again, without over planning, but knowing what it is that we're trying to achieve. What it is that we want. And making that clear enough for us to be able to articulate it, to make it clear in our mind of how we will be able to action. Again, it doesn't have to be super detailed, but it needs to be clear. So be more specific. Fallacy number 10. This one just goes down into our ego. This one goes about ourselves. It's about the greed. It's about this thing that we want more. I want more from life. And there's nothing wrong with wanting a little bit more from things. Wanting to be in a better situation. But when it comes to the ego, it's about us having the ability to be satisfied also with where we are. It's important to be able to count our blessings. It's important to nurture ourselves and know that we've done enough. We do enough in our day-to-day. There's a lot of challenges out there. There are a lot of things happening out there that, make, that can make our lives hard. So when we start to cultivate that satisfaction, and when we start cultivating that content, we start to build in ourselves. And knowing that, yes, this, this might be things and situations I want in my life, but I accept where I am today, and I'm very grateful of where I am today. To summarize this episode, it's that there are things that will come in your way, even when you set your goals. There will be certain fallacies, certain blind spots that we're not aware of. And when we jump into that, we might find ourselves running around in circles and wondering, why is it that I set my goals and I never go to achieve them? Sometimes it's just for people that just set the bar too high. The bar needs to be high enough. Again, it's the challenge thing. It needs to be something manageable. But also it needs to be out there from us for us to be able to get motivated. But also doing that from a place of being content, of being happy, of being satisfied of where we are, what we have in our life. Because most of us, let's be honest, we have enough in our life. And just paying attention to that and being aware. I'm here to help you heal, change and grow. If there's something that resonated with you, something you need help with, give me a shout at podcast at insidetreasures.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode from Inside Treasures. My name is Fibus, and until next time, my friends, let peace guide your life, let love guide your heart, and reason guide your thoughts.